I'm Libby Rothschild, former clinical dietitian who transformed into a full-time virtual business owner. It was only one year ago when I made $55,000 a year in my clinical job, and now I make $100,000 a month being my own boss, and you can do this too. My clients, who are all female dietitians and students, started from zero and created six-figure, multi-six-figure businesses by following my proven method, and they've all been guests on air. My proven method shows you how to attract cash-paying clients using social media marketing strategies that work. You don't have to guess, waste time, or hold yourself back when you follow my step-by-step method. All right. I'm so excited to be here today with Mike Knapp, a flexitarian dietitian based in Sarasota, Florida, and she's the founder of Bright Body Nutrition. Micah specializes in primarily plant-based diets to help women achieve sustainable weight loss and feel amazing in their bodies. She teaches her clients how to confidently make balanced meals at home and healthy choices on the go so they can slim down and feel well for life. Thank you for joining. Can you uh, share with us where we can find you on social media? Yeah. Hi, Libby. Thanks for having me. My Instagram handle is at flexitarian.nutritionist and my website is brightbodynutrition.com. Fantastic. All right. So we can just start off and you can tell us a little bit more about your nutrition philosophy and and your belief systems. Yeah. Uh, So my nutrition philosophy is kind of two parts. So um, the first is that I believe that the more vegetables and plant-based foods that we eat, um, the easier it is just to maintain our weight and feel full and satisfied and um, have overall health and disease prevention. Um, So more is better. Um, and then also secondly, that people need flexibility in their lives, flexibility in their diets to make lasting changes. That's what I'm all about is not short-term changes, but changes for life. And, um, I think for so many women who are trying to lose weight, they, um, are so rigid and try to do it perfectly. And I think flexibility is really the key there. Yeah. Fantastic. So what you're saying is flexibility within incorporating more plants is helpful for your clients to feel full and achieve the results that you help them find with enjoying the process and and losing weight. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Whether that's, you know, I'm predominantly plant-based. So whether that's animal products, you know, a few times a week or a smaller amount in your meals, um, really the flexibility is their choice with how often they want that to show up. Fantastic. Excellent. And uh, when it comes to right now, given that I'm rec- we're recording and we're going to air this episode during you know, the pandemic, uh, given what you do and how you help clients, how are you using this you know, difficult time during COVID-19 to your advantage to grow your virtual practice and be able to you know, apply your philosophy and help more women? Yeah, it's it's a weird time. Um, but the good thing is that everybody is always on their phones now. Um, people have so much more free time. So I used to notice that, you know, people would check my stories or interact with me most at lunchtime or after work. And now I'm just seeing constant interaction all day long. So it's kind of like having a captive audience all day. Well, so, that sounds um, like a positive reframe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm trying to see it as a blessing. And that's what I'm trying to tell my clients as well, is really this is a time where the distractions are, are kind of pared down. So this is really a time for them to focus on themselves. You know, they're not being pulled in a hundred different directions and friends aren't asking them to go out to eat or at a happy hour. So this is a really great time for them to develop a routine and some structure for their health that they can then take with them once things get crazy again. 
I love that. And is when you're telling that to your clients, how are they receiving that, um, you know, type of uh, positive reframe is what I would call it, like taking a situation and making the best out of it to try to help support your clients to meet their goals. Yeah, um, I think it's helping to calm the anxiety. I They agree with it. And um, from what I've heard, they really enjoy viewing it that way as a gift of time versus all the things that they can't do. Yeah. So it's been received well. Yeah, that's fantastic. And it's great that you're able to, to share that. Are you also sending that message to your audience, meaning like people who are not yet your clients, or are you primarily talking like that with your existing clients? Yeah, I'm trying to do it both. Um, I'm trying to use that also as a marketing tool saying, you know, yes, I know things are crazy. I know that you can't do the things that you normally do, but that's okay. Um, this is a great time to focus on yourself and maybe you've never had the time to focus on yourself before. So why not try nutrition coaching now? Love it. Absolutely love it. I love <laughs> it. Applying it in your marketing and you're also applying it with your existing clients. It's fantastic. Yeah. I want the listeners to know a little bit more about you. You know, you're aware of your philosophy and, and obviously your great positive reframe and how you're applying that with marketing, which I love bonus points. Uh, can you talk about where you started out versus where you are now with your practice and your marketing and your messaging and just the evolution of your company? Yeah. So, um, so I have a private practice and I also work at my hospital. I'm doing more of a corporate wellness role. So that's still the same, but the way I approach my practice and my marketing and um, just the way I run my practice is completely different. So a year ago, or even just six months ago, um, I got all my clients just from word of mouth and Google. And I really thought that once I opened my practice, there would be a line out the door. <laughs> you know, I really had no concept of marketing. Um, and I had no concept of who I wanted to see. Um, on my website, I think I listed every single condition under the sun. And I didn't realize until I started coaching how much anxiety that was giving me. You know, I was trying to be an expert in kidney disease and PCOS and weight loss. And, you know, that brought its own imposter syndrome because you can't be an expert in all of those things, especially not right, right out the gate. So the main thing that's changed in my practice is who I see. So niching down. Um, I only see one type of person now and, and now I know who's coming in the door. I know what their needs are and I know exactly the steps I'm going to take to help them. Um, and then I've also changed how I help them. So before I was just doing one-off sessions, you know, we just make an appointment and if it worked out, we'd schedule a follow-up. You know, there really wasn't a rhyme or reason to it. Um, and the problem with that was that I couldn't create a relationship you know, we couldn't create momentum. People would forget to schedule their follow-up or, you know, the outcomes weren't there. I wasn't happy. I didn't have a relationship with my clients. I'm um, not the way I wanted to. So the other big change that I've made was switching from one-off sessions to bundles. So um, with the bundles, first of all, I'm pre-screening my people. So I make sure it's a good fit before they even walk in the door. And then they know up front that, it's going to be a process, you know, so they're paying up front for the bundle. They're committing to the process. They understand it's not going to be a quick fix. And with nutrition coaching, I mean, that's key. A lot of people come in the door wanting you to fix them. So by 
explaining the process and having people commit to a process, it's kind of weeded out those people who just want that quick fix. And that makes it more enjoyable for you, right? Because you have a higher level of commitment from the person who's paying. Exactly. A higher level of commitment. They understand it's a process. They come to their follow-ups ready with questions, ready to discuss what worked, what didn't. And um, I have more of a relationship with them now, which, you know, leads to better outcomes. Fantastic. Yeah, that's those are huge progressions. And congratulations for being able to put yourself in that position and help your clients. It's twofold, right? So yeah. you enjoy more of what you're doing because you've been able to pre-screen them better, but then you're, you're able to give them a better outcome because you're getting them to come back. And that relationship is always better when, when there's a little bit more of a commitment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Although I will say single sessions are a great way to start, but a lot of <laughs> dietitians love to live there. And so we have to set a goal and then progress from the single to the bundle and, and you know, um, being able to expand our offer and, and really be able to serve our clients. Um, so thank you for sharing that. It's really inspiring. And I, I love your uh, reflection on saying, hey, I start my practice and why aren't they out the door, right? And then <laughs> what you need to do to be able to get them to come to you and then you attract them, right? And then be able to provide that service for them. Um, exactly. so talk about, you, you mentioned that, you know, you serve now one type of client. It's not a gamut of um, PCOS and um, diabetes and a whole slew of different issues. It's a little bit more concentrated. So can you talk a little bit about more in depth your niche and at least maybe the process of how it's evolved or how you got here? I know that's a hot topic among my listeners. Yeah. Finding my niche was very hard for me. <laughs> um, you know, I share all the same fears that every other dietitian has that you're limiting yourself and um, it really made me take a deep dive into why I became a dietitian. Why do I care to serve people like this and who do I care to serve? Um, so my current niche is weight loss and, um, I didn't start there. I started in optimal nutrition, um, because I love helping women feel great in their bodies. And so at first I was trying the optimal nutrition route but I just found that it's so hard to market. It's hard to market the outcomes. And, you know, disease prevention isn't super sexy. <laughs> Whereas weight loss is a lot easier for people to visualize themselves in that outcome. And I learned that you have to market the outcome that people want to pay for, not just what I want to teach. Hey, I like that. <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, so that, that's a hard lesson for a lot of people. How long did that lesson take you? Oh, longer than it should have. <laughs> but you know, um, as dietitians, we get into this job because we just want to teach people and we care about disease prevention and, um, you know, all these things. But, uh, really when I began to understand that people buy outcomes, that was a business game changer for me. And, um, yeah, so I switched from optimal nutrition to weight loss. And, you know, in the end, I'm helping people. I'm helping them get the outcomes they want. And it is indirectly, you know, helping them feel better in their bodies and prevent disease. So it's a win-win. Fantastic. Thank you for sharing that. And I think that's a really good lesson um, for the listeners to sink in. Remember, <laughs> sooner than later. <laughs> Excellent. And then uh, what tips do you have about for the listeners as far as how they can build the know, like, and trust with their clients or on social media or related to client attraction? Um, so the first is show yourself, um, you know, hashtag show your face. Yep. It's, it's so true. So whether that's, you know, getting in your own pictures, um, 
not just always being behind the camera, but actually getting in front of it and talking to the camera as well. You know, I, from my own perspective as a buyer, um, my no like and trust for another person just, you know, skyrockets. Once I start hearing their voice, it makes them become real to me. So, um, yeah, I would say just get in front of the camera and then also give away some tips, you know? So it's not like you're giving away all your information and giving people stuff for free, but when you let people know that, you know, some stuff, you know, um, when you show what, you know, it helps them see you as a professional. So, for instance, um, I get so much engagement every time I post something about my grocery store tour or I give a little bit of um, nutrition facts knowledge or, or label reading knowledge. You know, I'm just giving away a bite-sized piece of information, but it lets people know like, hey, if you like this, there's more where that came from, you know? Um, I know what I'm talking about and you can learn more. So, yeah. Sounds like you're great at promoting yourself. <laughs> Yeah, that's fantastic. And that's a, it's a really good tip. So when it comes to you showing your face, whether it's on your feed or in your stories, has that been something that you've struggled with or that you've increased? Or can you talk about like any kind of setbacks you had with doing that? Because we're all, we all know that it does build a know, like, and trust. Have you had any hangups or has it just been more clarity with what you're doing when you show your face? Yeah. Um, I did at first feel like anytime I showed myself, I had to look very professional. I like, I look, I had to look like I had my stuff together. I was in my office and, you know, almost like a commercial. <laughs> um, I felt like I was afraid that if people just saw me relaxing in my home without makeup, that I wouldn't look professional, but that's not the case. You know, you just look like another human and that vulnerability aspect is really hard for a lot of people. Um, and it was hard for me too at first. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I appreciate you sharing that. And that's actually something I think is very relatable with a lot of dietitians about not being clear exactly how to start and what presence. And I think the best tip is to just do it, just get out there and then you can evolve with time. But again, if you're not letting people hear your voice and see your face, it's harder to break down those walls uh, because vulnerability can take some time and that's okay. Mm -hmm. You've got to start. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's scary, to, um, especially when you start out to not be seen as super professional. But if you're just actually seen as a human, people relate to that way more. I love that. And, and I love the examples you gave about like the makeup and all that kind of stuff. Um, I can definitely relate with that myself. So thank you for sharing that. Can you walk us through the process of creating your offer? I know you went from single sessions to bundle. So you'd explain a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, so I was eager to get rid of the single sessions. They weren't doing me any services. So um, I, when we talked about bundling sessions, um, that felt most natural to me. So I started bundling um, visits of three visits at a time and having people pay up front and then also doing that screening process. So like I said before, that screening process helps weed out those people that I'm not a right fit for and that we're not going to be successful together. So now when I do give my offer of my bundle, I'm confident that I'm giving it to the right person who needs what I'm offering. So much more efficient, right? Because we can't, the, the, you know, we can't help everybody. And even though people might walk into your virtual office, so to speak, and they ask for your help, if it's not a fit for whatever reason, and you're screening them, you're really benefiting the client as well as you're benefiting yourself, not just financially, 
Uh, but you're also helping them because if you're not a fit for them, which is okay, we're not a fit for everybody. You're helping give them an opportunity to maybe refer them to somebody else or provide them with a service, but then save your time. So it's so efficient that you've been able to create a screening process. And it's also financially lucrative and beneficial for the client if you're able to bundle your sessions, and as we've talked about before, instead of just those single visits. So there's so many reasons why it's important that you're screening and bundling um, your, your visits with clients. Yeah. Yeah. And then people understand the process too. So once their bundle is up, then they're like, all right, you know, I'm ready for the next one. Let's, let's sign up for another group of sessions. Yeah. Do, would you say that, and that's fantastic. Would you say that the screening and bundle process saves you time when it comes to your ability to work with clients as well? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It, it saves us so much time. So, you know, it weeds out the people who were we're just going to be a waste of time for each other because we're not right, you know, and, and that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, and then also I understand better what they need and what they want to get out of nutrition coaching. Yeah. Fantastic. So you created a little, a little process uh, for efficiency and again, increased revenue because you're getting, different, they're getting, they're higher committing to more than one session and then you're making sure that they're happy and you're giving them an outcome and then talking to them about continuing when that time is right and, and they need further support. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Uh, so I just want to ask a couple more questions about social media because uh, you've been really clear about how the offer creation and how you've been able to, you know, add components to that and create a better process in your business. Um, so what has it been like using social media to grow your business? So social media is it just, it's incredible that it's the best free marketing platform out there. I mean, it, first of all, it's, it saved me so much money in advertising. I was spending so much in advertising in ways that were bringing no return. So, uh, it's just wonderful in that respect, but then also, um, made me think about how I'm explaining what people can expect from me. You know, so getting really clear on, like I said, my outcomes and the benefits of working with me. Yeah, so that's true, that's like the foundation of marketing. So you've really been able to uh, get clear on selling or marketing the outcomes that you sell and that is able to attract them. And then you have a system or a process for them, which is going through the screening process and then selling them into a bundle. So you, you've been able to do that through a free platform in a way that's repeatable for future clients or even current clients to really understand how you can transform them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I really had any marketing strategy before Instagram. It really made me get really clear on all of that. That's fantastic. And how does that feel to like be so clear and be able to give that back to your clients with your systems and your process? Honestly, so much less anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just more peaceful. And what did your, and that's always key, right? We're always looking for that <laughs> when it comes to our business. want to try to calm down that anxiety. And what did your feed look like when you first started versus how it looks now after you've been able to, you know, apply marketing uh, strategies that, that help you get the result you're looking for? Yeah, <laughs> it was just kind of a mishmash of pictures that I thought looked cool. I've always really liked bright colors, and I think that goes well with the name of my company, Bright Body. So I, I maintained that, you know, bright greens and blues color tone. But the thing I didn't understand before was that you can't just put up a pretty picture and then have all the value in the caption. 
I didn't really understand that nobody's taking the time to, you know, your picture has to draw them in for them to want to read the caption. They're not just automatically going to read your novel caption. So (laughs) when I understood that people are only looking at the picture for a few seconds and they've got to get the message in a few seconds, that changed the way I post. Yeah, that's a really fantastic um, synopsis. And I cannot tell you how, you know, how many times <laughs> people don't get that. Uh, yeah, the caption is important, but nobody's reading the caption if you don't hook them in with the post. So you <laughs> said, and I also love that you like the bright colors because that's so Florida, right? <laughs> it's so Florida. That's so true. It's so tropical. Yeah, I. it's funny. I would just post a picture of like a lemon and then expect that someone would want to read my caption after that. You know, it's, it really understanding how to use Instagram has changed my grid completely. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and I agree. There has to be context to that lemon, right? No context. <laughs> so you got, you got to hook them in with your marketing strategy. And when, when we're talking about uh, social media, specifically Instagram, what is your process like for creating content? Since your content now is focused on image first and then, and then hooking them in for the caption. Mm-hmm. So I follow a lot of other accounts um, in the same niche that really inspire me. And so I like to study what they're posting that does well and communicates really well. And then I've created separate little folders. You know how you can save a picture. Um, I've created folders that are named my pain points. So whether that's time or knowledge or support. So whenever I find something that inspires me, I'll save it to that folder And then on my content creation days, I'll go back and review those and um, see how I can make it my own and serve my audience. So that's one way. And then the other thing that I do is whenever I have a screening call or I'm talking to my clients and they'll mention one of their pain points or they'll mention some, you know, one of their fears or something that really excites them, um, I'll make a note of it and then go back and use that to create content because when I'm speaking with my ideal client, you know, they're giving me the insight into how that person thinks. So fantastic. That's really incredible. Yeah. And it's, it's, that's what works. So (laughs) sharing that really valuable tips that you're giving the listeners today. So this is, this is a really exciting episode. (laughs) The last last couple questions as we wrap up here and and thank you again for just reflecting and, and being so detailed and descriptive about, your process for the listeners. What advice would you have for somebody who is starting out? Main advice, top advice. Top advice. Okay. So I have this quote that I've posted in my office that just resonated with me so much when I began. It's you can't build a reputation off what you intend to do. And so we can have the best intentions to, you know, make something beautiful, but the perfectionism will often hold us back. So you've just got to get started. You just have to get out there. Even if you don't have it all figured out, you don't know your niche, you don't know exactly who you're talking to, just start building a presence. Start getting people to connect your name with nutrition, with health, with helping people. And, you know, you'll figure it out along the way, but just get started. I love that. That's a, that's a great quote. And then the last question would be, what is next in your business? So I'm just working every day to make my marketing more clear and keep making sales. Fantastic. That's a a great thing to focus on and a great message because that's, you know, helped you 
And um, obviously, I am a big supporter of every dietitian focusing on marketing and sales. So great way to end the call. Please remind everybody where to find you on social media. Yeah, so I'm at flexitarian.nutritionist. Excellent. All right. Thank you. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at libbyrothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.